Hi all. So a while ago on YouTube, I stumbled down a wormhole of small kitchen appliance reviews. As I was looking to buy an air fryer and perhaps maybe a pressure cooker, that's when I stumbled across one of the worst YouTube chefs of all time. His name is Jack Scalfani, as I like to call him. Jack Salmonella Scalfani. I watch video after video of him butcher, sometimes quite literally, recipes. Imagine driving slowly past a multi-car pileup on the interstate. That's my face as I watched him teach the internet how to make partially cooked meals of varying types and taking awful and unneeded shortcuts to recipes that are already quick to prepare. The absolute horror of Jack's lazy man chefing air quote techniques to my boyfriend Tom and now since we can't unsee it we are opening your eyes to it as well I'm Michelle and I welcome you to join us for this horrific journey better known as pink chicken and the lazy man welcome back to pink chicken and the lazy man the podcast that keeps on giving I don't know <laughs> Cooks up criticisms of YouTube's perhaps worst to the worst chef on YouTube. Definitely the worst. Uh, so this is part two of our catch-up. Catch-up. Catch-up episode because we were sick for two weeks straight. So we 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 had all kinds of ailments that affected our voice. And, Time passed uh, us by. We both grew Rip Van Winkle-sized beards. Yes. Um, no. On our, face, <laughs> on our faces and other. Anyway. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh no. Anyway. And Jack just kept putting out crappy videos. Yeah, well, we that was to be expected. It just, we didn't know how bad they could possibly be. So the first part of the, our catch-up um, episode was the chicken braised in wine cream sauce or something like that. This one, we're going to cover Jack making a zoodle bake, which is supposed to be keto-friendly or lean keto, as Jack likes to call it. You don't lean keto, as we've known from previous episodes. No. You you're either right. keto or you're not keto. There's keto. no leaning. The keto diet, as everyone knows, keto diet is meant to put your body in a ketogenic state or ketosis, which basically means your body is using fat as its primary fuel source, not carbohydrate. And what anybody who's tried to go keto will tell you is it's really hard to get your body into a state of ketosis. It takes make, it takes a couple days at least. Um, a lot of people develop what's known as the keto flu because your body doesn't know what's going on. So it kind of like is trying to figure it out, but then adjusts to it. And then you're basically using fat as your fuel. So the more fat you eat, the more you, the more healthy your body actually gets. The problem is it's also notoriously easy to knock yourself, although it's hard to get into ketosis. It's very easy to knock yourself back out because carbs are just so much more dense terms of calorie in terms of your body just wants to use it but the problem with that is then you then you go back on the cycle where okay if you knock yourself out if you take one half meal and knock yourself out of ketosis well you're gonna have to take those same couple of days to get back into ketosis so hard to get into easy to knock yourself out of and you also have to watch out because there's a chemical process called gluconogenesis which they say if you eat way too much protein again ketogenic a ketogenic diet basically means you're supposed to eat almost all fat like 85 to 90 percent of your nutrients your macronutrients are, are supposed to be fat. If you go what they, if you go a, a less than that, if you increase protein because your body is now confused, then it because of the process of glucogenesis where it turns the protein into carbohydrates. 
and again resist ketosis but now you're just now you're now you've actually screwed yourself twice because you're not in ketosis but you've given your body a whole a huge amount of fat and you've given yourself protein which acts as a carb anyway good lesson there dr science <laughs> well you're going to see it when we get to the end of the video he starts piling on the cheese which is a uh, low skin mozzarella it's a shredded cheese yeah it's an italian blend from Kraft, which but he puts a lot of it on there Yes. Which one of the dangers of when you're doing ketosis is you have to watch which cheeses you eat. The fattier cheeses, like a cream cheese or some of your other really soft cheeses that are non-processed, the naturally occurring cheeses, um, are very high in fat, very low in protein. Very high in fat, very low in carb, very low in protein. With the processed cheeses, you start getting to that point where they are made with more protein. They're using filler. They're using like dairy filler for the cheese. Having worked for Kraft Foods, I can attest to that for sure. So yeah, so he made his French onion consistency of uh, just onions and broth, essentially. And they're cut up just similarly to how he did in the uh, uh, previous episode. Like, to me, I would want them diced. I wouldn't want to bite into a huge cork and chunk of onion, but, you know, that's just me. Well, he's using those zoodles, and they're very liquidy. And he's basically... He's not drained them or patted them dry, and he's adding those big pieces of onion with it. You would think to like make it a more homogeneous mixture, he would chop the onion up finer. But again, he does have limited motor skills right now. But he's had his, his wife do other parts of videos for him, so is she just sick of not... <laughs> she just doesn't want to do oh, it anymore, or...? Well, he, had, he did label this as one of his lazy man videos. Oh. So a lazy man, you know, only wants to make six or seven cuts with the knife. They don't want to practice proper knife skills i think is his point i mean even one. when i didn't really know how to do proper knife skills i still tried i still tried to get onions small enough where they weren't like overwhelming when you bit into them you can see when he dumps the zoodles into the bowl he's gonna add the fried onions now and there's a lot of moisture in the fried onions yeah well don't forget he put bone broth in it he put he put sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, he put some other liquid in it. Yeah. He, he didn't... So it's not like... I mean, because I, I would think... I'm just trying to think in terms of like this being... Like, pretend that the zoodles aren't there. Say they're regular spaghetti noodles or whatever. What is he... What is this that he's making? Because it, it doesn't make sense zoodle-wise if you translate it to regular noodles. Like... Would it be a French onion noodle bake? Is that what we're get going for here? Like Yeah, but nobody nobody does that. Nobody's no. like, oh, I cooked up a big batch of pasta and then I did onions in beef broth and threw them in it. No, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like half-assed halushki? I don't No, no. It would be like French onion casserole? I, I don't I don't know. And then he just Well he, now we're we're now we're on to the reason why we're all here. The cheese. Yeah, the cheese he dumps I don't know. Look, did you see how much was in the cup? It looked like at least. Well, once again, he's using a liquid measuring cup to measure like out a used... dry ingredient. I feel like he used the full bag of it here. Yes. He ends oh, yeah. up using the full bag of it here, and I think there's two cups in a normal bag of cheese like that. Yeah. Usually, so they're put. They're going for it. They're putting it all in there. Now he bakes it. I don't remember what he said he baked it at, but it, it's the cheese is burned to like a cracker like almost consistency, and then he's just eating like a cracker over slop. <laughs> That's what it looks like. It looks like a cracker over slop. Well, it's an inch of dry. It's an inch of baked dried cheese. Right, which is essentially a cracker. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I don't or a wafer because I've seen 
like Babish and some others make um, use cheese and just make a, a, a wafer. Yeah. Or a, or yeah, something like a cracker, and that's what this looks like. But even... again, because it's the it's the it's the processed cheese in the bag. Yeah. The shredded cheese. And those shredded cheese have drying agents in them or anti-caking agents in them. And, and that's why that doesn't melt really well either. Right. Um, that's why those bag cheeses don't melt well. And they say if you want something that's really melted, melted, you want to get the block of cheese and grate it, sit and grate it yourself. And even some of the block cheeses are, depending on what you get, are still weird. Right. So that's, And he used way too much of it here, so that's... That's why that looks like that. Like you said, it comes out like it's like a, like a it cracker needs, sitting on top of it. It almost it's needs the wrong like type of cheese for this. A sauce in it, like, or it needed to be all tossed together so that the cheese is is like throughout the noodles and not just sitting on top. Because I don't know what you're accomplish you're accomplishing there. Like, it's not melty. It's just hard. Like it's it's just probably what it did was also steam. Like once it melted and became one gelatinous piece of whatever it is. It well, probably didn't allow, any of the liquid, didn't allow any of the liquid to steam right. off from inside the zoodle Exactly. Bake. Yeah, so he should have... I feel like he should have mixed the cheese throughout it. And well, he also didn't season the zoodle bake. We didn't see any of that. He didn't yeah, season I, the zoodles. I, and I have to imagine those aren't... Those, they, don't, they didn't seem like they were pre-seasoned with anything. It's not like they were garlic herb zoodles. It was just... It's just the vegetables and water. And water, yeah. So you need a little... even need a little salt in there because, again, of the high liquid content. Well, I guess content. maybe he'd get some from the, the Worcestershire sauce and the, mm, not um, enough. And the be- the bone beef broth or whatever, maybe. But yeah, like he didn't really season anything. So, and I guess the cheese is a little salty. But again, it's sitting on the top of everything else, so it doesn't flavor anything else. I don't know. This this recipe has just been very confusing. It's an ill-conceived recipe to begin with, and he didn't do a great job on any of the techniques involved. Yeah, I mean, I could see if he did zoodle bake. And he baked it with maybe marinara sauce and then the cheese on the top. That might make a little bit more sense to me because then it's like baked spaghetti kind of. This just, no, I don't think I would eat it. Yeah, no, this is, um, I mean, I remember when this video first came out last week, I was looking around for it and I couldn't even find the way we found what, what he was trying with the buttermilk salmon. Remember that? Oh, yeah. The, dr- oh, the, the, the dredged poached or the poached the salmon poached in buttermilk. Buttermilk, that's what it was. yes, yeah. Yeah, we tried to find videos where we were like, okay, this is what he's he's going for, but this is normally done with chicken, and it's normally done with as, as a dredge to fry it. You don't just poach it in this. And we yes. couldn't find what he was going for. Well, we kind of found videos that kind of had an idea of what he was going for, but of course he screwed up the technique anyway. With this, I have no idea what this started out life as. Well, I know um, Pressure Luck had a video where he made French onion chicken, and that was more like he made the French onion sauce, putting the onions, like sauteing them down to almost you know, so they're pliable, and then making the sauce, and then pressure cooking the chicken in it, and the chicken picks up the flavor of the onion, and then he ends up putting, like, Gruyere or something on the top, or Swiss, I don't know, what, some some kind of cheese that's not out of a bag. (laughs) And it came out really good, so he says, I mean, I haven't tried the recipe or anything, because French onion soup isn't really my thing, but I think there's ways you can put French onion in stuff where it's not i i don't even know what this is (laughs) like where it makes sense um this just doesn't make any sense to me and i mean i'm not i like i said i'm not a big keto person i don't do keto i understand that you want to substitute something for something else to save carbs or whatever but um 
this is not the way to do it. <laughs> he, he'd just I, be better off just eating the cheese out of the bag, which you know he does anyway. I mean, I I had friends that are vegan and vegetarian, and there's ways you can make food, you know, s similar to this, and it comes out way better, and it's tasty, and it's something you want to eat. I would not want to eat this. I don't oh, care. <laughs> you're, that's what this is supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a vegetarian meatloaf, probably. Oh, we're supposed to be like, ew. yeah, no. we're supposed to be like, well, I mean, this is far, far away from any of that. Ugh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. That's no, why no. he did the, that's why the French onions are there, because you're supposed to make some kind of... Like a loaf out of it? Yes. It's supposed to be like a vegan meatloaf. That's why you'd make all those onions yeah, well, then so you, you flavor need, the... You need something to bind it together. So You, you sure would. Because um, otherwise remember, it's just... this is Lazy Man. Yeah, well, I mean, the cheese isn't supposed to bind it together. That just kind of sits on the top. So that it's not the cheese. It would have to be like that almond flour stuff he was using in the uh, cheesecake bar or you, recipe. Or you do egg and like some kind of like bread or... Some kind of bread crumb. Well, I guess I well, then bread it's crumb, not keto. keto. Yeah, yeah, it's not keto. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to really improve upon this other than to say don't make it. <laughs> um, like, like most of his videos, at the end of it, you're just left confused and kind of sad and definitely not hungry. You're like, you know what? I just yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm no. Not, I'm not hungry. No. Um, so at the end of this video, we have his famous call to action title card and on this uh, particular episode, it's a minute and some change long. So, so within the last two episodes, like these two catch-up episodes, he has now <laughs> two, what, two minutes and 30 seconds of title card. Maybe we should keep a running tally over these next couple episodes and see where we end up at. But, I mean, I don't, I just... He's, he's, either, doing it, he's either doing it to try to sell more product because he needs money just that way. He's trying to just increase his revenue by like, oh, maybe we need to put the title card up longer. Maybe that'll make people go to the site and go to the Amazon store. Or he's doing it because he's he's trying to manipulate YouTube's algorithm based on length. Uh, well, either way. <laughs> um, we'll have to see if there's like a five minute metric. Because both of these were, the actual video content he has only stretches to just under five minutes. Maybe a little over. But he's not, he's not getting, definitely not getting into six minute territory. He's somewhere in five. Well, and I don't and then know he why. Adds this at the end of it. I don't know why that is. He could really expand upon it, but here's what I think: because, like, he can't chop. He can't chop like the vegetables on camera. Because how is he going to do that with? He's not going to be able to, to focus the camera. Yeah. So that's not going to happen. So that's why I think some of these newer episodes are shorter in length because he doesn't have the physical capability to do some of the things he used to do on camera. Oh, and don't forget, he's still recovering on his foot. Oh, yeah. He's still on the walking cast, I think. Or was, anyway. Um, I well, haven't it's been... It's been a while. Yes, it's been a while. Um, but he was also in a wheelchair, too, in certain circumstances. Yeah, but, before he got out of the walking cast. Oh, uh, well. Yeah. So, I think what we might do for the next couple... Or the next episode, let's put it that way... Um, we may go back through his uh, YouTube How to Make Money on YouTube series, which is not only insulting to us as creators, but um, ridiculously unfocused and I don't know. It, it just, it, it doesn't, it just doesn't have, it's boomer tips on how to make money on YouTube. And there's really, there's no, you have to have an audience you have to have 
um, you have to know who your audience is and market accordingly and have you know a good product that you're marketing but so some of these tips that he's he's putting out there he doesn't even follow himself so it's like the blind leading the blind YouTube series on how to make money on YouTube basically so I think that's a good place um, to go with the next episode even though it's not really a cooking uh, they're not really necessarily cooking episodes. I think it, it, it's it's worth a mention that we should we should go through and, and review some of them and give you actual industry, you know, advice. What's not that? He demonstrates this is one more area of his incompetence. Because again, the videos, his yeah. In addition to the food not being that good that he makes, he uses low quality ingredients. Um, he tries for no technique, so his it's bad it's bad ingredients, bad technique, bad purpose for what he's doing because he's trying to show you how to do the lazy way of doing this, but it's not lazy but really good. And his video technique is also very poorly. You can tell he doesn't know how to aim his lights. He's using onboard mics, not lavaliers. He's doing everything wrong from a production and a post-production standpoint, like we pointed out with the lower thirds graphics. His editing sucks. He's got smash cuts and these little half-assed dissolves over top of what should be smash cuts. It's just, all of this is horrible. I don't really know how you can guide people when you are so obviously clueless about something. And I ran a social media conference for for six years. I know all the techniques, I know all, all of the algorithm stuff. I, I, know, I know how it works. Jack doesn't, and he's not willing to learn. Or take advice from others. It's just another. It's just another area where Jack screws up, and we will have fun dissecting all of that, folks. Please join us on our next episode of Pink Chicken and the Lazy Man. Thanks for liking us, folks. Uh, join us next time.